welcome everybody to, I believe this is episode three of Taco Court Fantasy Football League podcast, videocast. I'm not, you'll have to, um, if you find that I say and whatnot, I need a drink. That's like the game, so, but Coach figured that out last time or two times ago, so that's why he pointed at me right off the get-go and I almost said it and caught myself, so. (laughs) Whatever. But, yeah, today it's uh, me here, Nate, with uh, Nick Oliveris. Team owner name is Three Penis Wine. What's up, man? How you doing? Good, man. How's it going? It's good. It's fuck- It's hot in my house, like this room that I'm in. It's like one of those things that they added on as a room, but it was like where the heater is for the entire living room that they cut into a quarter now. So it's hot. So I have this window behind me. If you hear cars or anything over the speed bumps, it's that. But. I just thought it was you, man. You and that, <laughs> that, uh, that hair. Hair's on fleek. <laughs> my eyebrows aren't. Adrian wants me to uh, wants to pluck my eyebrows. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm like, no. I'm trying to grow <laughs> the uni. One brow, one fight. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So – all right, man. So, um, kind of, uh, we'll go through a list of things that we're going to go over. Um, I think that'll help us keep on track. So we'll do a little bit of get to know you, some of your lifetime fantasy experience, your thoughts on the league and how that's going. Um, some of your draft strategy overall, just how you typically do things usually in fantasy or in years past. And if that changed at all this year, or what you wanted to do in this league. Um, and then, your thoughts on how it went for you. And then, um, you know, that can be kind of a back looking too. So on draft day, what you looked like, how you felt, and then um, a little bit of how it's working out now or if your ideology changes a little bit uh, after. I know mine is a little bit. Um, and then we'll go through some predictions for the season. Maybe this coming up week, um, it's like some players you're high on maybe the rest of the way. Uh, that we've seen I'm sure you have some in that ugly orange and black that you wear (laughs) (laughs) Um, that'll be on there Uh, if you have any bad beats you want to go over some things that maybe didn't go your way maybe you lost a week because some bull crap or whatever uh, or some bad performances Um, not maybe it's just your team you're a Bengal fan so we could do that and then um, break out some busts uh, who you see, who you thought maybe would have broke out at the beginning of the year, who, you, who you're thinking, who you're banking on. Maybe they kind of turned that wheel and they're just maybe like a guy or whatever, or some guys you thought were going to bust if that's, that's working out, or maybe how that's changed throughout the year. We'll do a little bit of fuck, Mary kill. And then we'll discuss this shit trade that just went through this morning. I didn't even notice it. For some reason, as the league manager, I don't, I guess I get an email, but I don't really check my, cause it's like an old hotmail email. It's just like my, where everything goes to my, like, uh, like when you sign up for all those cards at like Foot Locker and all those places, right? You just get MySpace. Yeah. Your own MySpace, MySpace email. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one that's got like all of the, uh, free trials to the adult websites or whatnot. <laughs> so, right. Viagra. Yeah. I have the same kind of thing. And then, um, but I don't check that one normally. So unless I need to reset a password or something like that, and that's the only time I really check it. I think it has like 50-something thousand unread emails or whatever in it. But That or your 30-day 30 30 day Viagra? Yeah. 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 
yeah, don't check the spam box because it's probably like some crazy, you know, meet Russian girls or something like that. It's probably bad. Um, yeah, so we'll, uh, but I didn't get it and I was just checking the league stuff and transactions and everything before we got on and then I saw this trade. So we'll go over that a little bit. Maybe your thoughts on it, but. Cool, man. So we'll start at the top, uh, a little bit of uh, who you are, what you're about, maybe, um, your fandom, and then you can hop into a little bit of your fantasy experience. Yeah, man. So um, Nick Oliveris. Uh Grew up in Colorado. Grew up as a uh, Broncos fan. John Elway, Shannon Sharp, Ed McCaffrey, uh, Bill Romanowski, man. Um, back-to-back Super Bowl champs. And then the Broncos went to shit. Uh, Brian Greasy, Jay Cutler, that era. Uh, went out to Fort Knox. That's where my uh, cousin was stationed. And uh, took a day trip up to Cincinnati. Happened to be their training camp time frame. And um, we were just kind of like in the some random part of the stadium. And these players just are like walking across the street from their training fields. And, and we got to meet them, take pictures with them. I got to meet John Kitna. I take pictures with John Kitna. That was Carson Palmer's rookie year. Um, Rudy Johnson, uh, Chad Johnson, which I've seen the great. Um, and then that was like, I was like, I need, I need a new team. I, I grew up, grew up as a Broncos fan because my parents told me to. So Bengals, um, Bengals it was. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it worked I, out really well. I find myself falling in love with the Bengals a lot. I don't know what it is. Like they're just always that, <laughs> it's bad to say redheaded stepchild just because they have a redhead quarterback, but uh, they've always been that team that like just just can never get over a hump. But they were always kind of gritty or whatever too. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Is it, I'm always like this Gio Bernard Mark or whatever too, and love that dude. But yeah, I'm an Andy Dalton supporter. But yeah, I'm a Carson Carson Palmer fanboy. Uh, my son's name is Carson. Nice. I just got him a sweet uh, Carson Palmer jersey that he wears almost every day. A Bengals one, not yeah. a yeah, not, not not a Raiders or a Cardinals one. A yeah. Bengals, a Bengals one. Uh, we watched the football life of Carson Palmer, and he was just he doesn't normally watch that kind of stuff. He normally watches the bullshit kids shows, and uh, he actually sat there and watched it. it was pretty pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I. Um... Speaking of kids getting into things, I finally got like I've gotten my kids to watch like Notre Dame. Like that's usually like my biggest sport. My biggest fandom is Notre Dame. Um, and this year, like Layla's gotten really into it, so like she's just all about it. But she doesn't know that it's like Notre Dame, and she doesn't know that they're just the Irish. She just is like, are we gonna watch the Go Irish? And like, because that's all she knows how to say. It's like Go Irish, Go Irish. Or whatever, so she thinks it's the team name, and I'm trying to break it, but then she's like, "No, it's go Irish," and you yell it really loud, and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty cool. Like when they finally get into something like that, and it's like, "Hey, I can sit on the couch and watch something with my kid," you know, and they'll actually be invested into it. It's like that point of fatherhood where you're like, "Like this is what my dad felt like when I finally got into it," you know. Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty cool. It's the pinnacle moment, man. It's not the yeah. moment of fatherhood. And then if you hang out with other parents whose kids aren't like that, then it just makes you feel so much better. 
because you know there's like envy coming from the other side. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other parents have to listen to their bullshit kids talking about, you know, <laughs> stupid shark song that dude. Yeah. That kid didn't even listen to that. Dude, that song's so good. That's that's like the perfect <laughs> song to start humming like quietly at work and just uh-huh. see like if you can like walk into a different section like three hours later and if it's made it that way that far yet. Like Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. There's a, I saw on Facebook, I think it was, there was a video of like this mariachi band who did it, who played that song at like a, I don't know, someone's birthday party or whatever like that. But it was pretty funny because you couldn't understand shit that they were saying, but you knew the tune. (laughs) So it was pretty funny. (laughs) Fuck that song, man. (laughs) I know. Yeah. All right. So, uh, how long you been playing fantasy sports for? I should say in general, maybe football is the longest one. Yeah, football is definitely the longest. I was the commissioner of a league back in '09. I was up in Alaska. There's nothing else to do in Alaska during this <laughs> this, uh, this winter months. So yeah. we got the fantasy football, our little uh, little team that we had up there. And uh, yeah, dude, commissioner sucks. It's the worst. Yeah, it's horrible. So much pressure. You get people, think, you know, you get people bitching at you all the time about something. Exactly. Half, half the time, it's not even like – it's like uh, when somebody laughs about saying something, but they're like, oh, just kidding, right? <laughs> or they say, I'm just saying, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. It's uh-huh. like, fuck you and your passive-aggressive stuff. Like, it's not right. a joke. <laughs> people suggest shit, and it's like, well – yeah, that's not a good idea. But then they like, <laughs> continuously remind you of what they suggested. Yeah, yeah. Like me suggesting we need to get rid of kickers mm-hmm. and get bashed for it. And then the main person who was against it removes kickers from his fucking league this year. I'm like, uh, that's Coase, his league. But fucking Coase, man. Fuck that guy. He looks like an Arab, even more than you. I know. <laughs> that's hard to do. <laughs> I'd hate to see if you ever got out of the Air Force become a contractor <laughs> with a beard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he wouldn't get a job. <laughs> you do any other type of fantasy, like uh, other sports or anything like that? Or just football? No. I tried basketball. I think that might have been with you. Maybe not. You you seem to, to try to addict me to, to fantasy <laughs> sports. But every other sport is just so hard. There's multiple games throughout the week. You got to move your lineup like every other fucking day. Yeah. I'm for all that shit, man. Yeah, I um, I don't know. I played um, – I don't think I've done a season-long basketball one. I don't know if I'd even understand it, honestly. But, um, like, I've done season-long baseball for a couple years now. And I find, like, the league that I like the most is the one where I set for, like, a week and I – can only make changes once a week or whatever. Just so much easier for me to deal with. But at the same time, I get pissed because it's like some guy gets hurt on Tuesday. Now you're screwed, you know, like Mm -hmm. D Gordon rolls his ankle or something. And now you're out like a steal for the week or something like that. And you're already getting hurt on batting average with him in there anyway. So you need like other stats from other people that you could be using. So like part of it, excuse me, part of it's like, you need to have it for every day in baseball, but it's like so like long to keep track of because you want to get guys who are in the batting order. But 
Yeah. I don't know. Baseball's like pretty rough, but so I just prefer to play the daily game. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> I could just play Dude, I think last I year. You were doing like NASCAR daily fans. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I had to like. Nate has an issue. NASCAR and golf. Like golf is fun. Golf is fun to like set lineups for. But as soon as it starts on Thursday, you just like you're already like tense, right? And you're like, what the hell? Like, is this guy gonna suck ass? Like some you're like trying to watch every stroke of every person, right? And it's like there's um <laughs> it's like, oh, this guy got a bogey, and you're just like, fuck, you're like sitting at work trying to track it like on like the PGA website or whatever, right? And it's yeah. like you're watching all these things and it's like why'd you even hit it that direction? (laughs) But you can't tell what it is because you're not actually watching the shots. It's just like a, you know, a tracker or whatever. It says the ball's here now, ball's here. But it's like really fun when you're winning. And then it really sucks when you're losing because there's no way you can like opt out of contests. Like I really wish there was a way you could just be like, I forfeit my money. And if I were to have won, like I don't get any of it. Right. Like, um, because like, when cuts happen on like Friday, like the second day. So most time in golf, it's like a four day tournament and halfway through they, uh, they cut like a majority of the field or whatever. Right. And only the guys who are like in the top 65 or whatever golf. Um, so when you may have like two guys miss the cut, you're not going to win anything. <laughs> so like you need six to six, six to six to make the cut or at least five of six like if you're playing 50 50s or whatever, but if you don't have, if you have like four or six, you might as well just cancel out your entries, but you have to look at them all the way through Sunday. So it's like, anytime you go to play like a basketball one or something, it's like, Hey, I have this like $40 in here. That's just burnt on fire. And I have to keep watching it live, like go down and down and down and down. It's so demotivating. Like, but yeah. when you win, when you win, it's fun. When you can get six of six through the cut, it's like, like, oh, you fucking losers. Like, I'm climbing to the top, you know, or whatever. But, yeah, NASCAR and golf is where I really realized I had a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Do I think my favorite memory with you ever was us? Red flag 15-1, <laughs> I think is what it was. Maybe 17-1. Uh, we were out there for the Super Bowl, man. We went to the Westgate. <laughs> that was... I remember you coming back. You went to the Westgate. You put money down. You put money down some crazy shit, too. I think you put money down, like, the length of the national anthem. Yep. Uh, put money on, like, the, the, the coin toss. Yep. <laughs> you money on – usually, yeah, just random shit. I had no idea it was even possible. And then I think you won pretty good money. But uh, I remember going down there to collect your winnings with you. Freaking TV cameras everywhere. And yeah. Being in front of you ended up winning like a shit ton of money. I had to get like escorted out of the building by like these big old security dudes. Yeah. I've never been a part of that kind of experiment. It was crazy, man. Uh, I did like, I don't know, I did like over 40 something prop bets or whatever. And like the one I was most proud of was like Tom Brady plus like seven and a half yards rushing. <laughs> and then he broke like a 10 yarder in the first quarter. And I'm like, yeah. Like we're just all sitting in there, and I'm like, have all these fucking tickets. Like, <laughs> like I remember because we were all sitting in the room, right? And then, uh, like, I'm just sitting there, like, wait, does that count towards something? Does that count towards something? Like, yeah. trying to remember what I did, but 
I don't know. Like, I bet the um, that one pissed me off because that was the Falcons Patriots. Yeah. Right. And um, like, I bet Devonta Freeman, I bet the two running backs from the Patriots are from the um, I bet the running back to like Dion Lewis. Yeah, it was Dion Lewis and uh, fuck James White as MVP. And then on the other side, I bet uh, Devonta Freeman and Tevin Coleman. Right. And those mm-hmm. are the guys. And I think uh, Devonta Freeman was like an eight or eight or fifteen to one or something like that, right? And then, um, but I didn't. I didn't even bet Tom Brady, which was like a four to one, which seems really dumb, you know. Like, hey, the guy we should probably bet the quarterbacks or whatever. But I was so mad because Devonta Freeman was tearing that game up, and I'm just like, yes, like this is the best odds I think I had or whatever. It might have been like thirty to one or something. I forget, but. Uh, it was the best odds I had, and it just made me so mad that they, like, stopped giving him the ball. And it was like – because I'm just sitting here like, oh, I have Super Bowl MVP. That covers everything else I bet. And then, you know, whatever. And then I didn't have Brady. And then I was mad because, like, Dion Lewis didn't get it or whatever, and he, like, tore it up, or I think it was him. But, yeah, fuck that Super Bowl. <laughs> but it was fun, though. Like, I think I – I got, what, like, a couple hundred bucks or whatever, but for what I risked, it wasn't really worth it. Like, looking, I mean, it's obvious, I guess it's worth it if you win, but, um, yeah, I think I bet, like, 400 bucks or something and walked away with 200 profit, so I guess it's good, but whatever. So, D-Gen, though. Yeah. Yeah, but, um... Cool. You still play any daily? I know, like, you messed around with it for a little bit, I think, and then you still do any of that or not? Um, so I found some promo or something like that. That's some sort of set it and forget it type league. So that's all I really play. I put, like, five bucks down. I could win, like, 50 or something like that. Yeah. It's one of those you, you draft and then set it and forget it. Yeah, uh, like, um, like on Play Draft or something like that or, like, Draft.com? Yeah, Draft.com, yeah. Yeah, dude, that site is awesome. Like, yeah. I got addicted. So that's the thing I'm addicted to now is best ball leagues. Right. So it's like you, um, like before the season, you can do it on there. Right. And then, so you do like a full 18 round draft and then you don't do any roster management. Right. It's just yeah. whatever you get. And this sets the best lineup for you or whatever. It's so fun. Cause you can just go and get like pieces of what you want, you know, or whatever. And if you want to go get guys, you can go get them. And it's like, and if they break out, they break out, and I got the guys, or you know, it's, but sometimes like that's a better gauge of like um, average draft position for regular leagues because you um, because you end up uh, seeing like people are like legit putting like a, even if it's a dollar, right? Like a dollar is relative to whoever's putting it down. So you know, right. like, for us, you can put down twenty bot, you know. $21 contest, it's not going to hurt our pockets. But there might be somebody who's like, you know, hey, I got a couple extra bucks, but I really want to win 10, you know, or whatever like that. So, yeah, the the care factors are there when it's like a buck or whatever, you know. So I play a bunch of like $1 ones um, and then just see if I went out. But it's cool on um, like on a weekly basis too because you can go in like Sunday morning Right, and then it's like whatever is going on for that day, you can just draft, and then you don't even deal with this. Like, I think you draft a quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, or something. Yeah, yeah. And um, 
you can do it every single week. So you don't have to work like most people will go and like just grab like the big guys or whatever like that. But if you have like a hunch of like this guy's gonna break out this week, you, you know, you could do it that way too. So that's pretty cool. I like that app. It's super addicting though, because you can be on the shitter for like twenty minutes. Next thing you know, you got like forty boxing contests. Yep. Oh. yep. <laughs> it's like the perfect like the the way they did it was so good because it's like perfect for the shitter because you have to be like in it at the time, right? Like, right. So good. So cool. All right. Um so I guess next topic. Um what, so you've been in the league a couple years now, right? Is this your third year? Second. Was last year your first? Um, I think it's your third year. I think it may be, yeah. Yeah, because you were already in Colorado last year, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you played the year over here. So, yeah, this has got to be your third year, I believe. Um, fuck, fuck, I don't even remember. It's got to be your third year. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so what are your thoughts on it so far? I don't I don't know, like, how much you've, like, dove into, like, the spreadsheets and stuff like that or seen, like, any of the – so I know, like, I do all that shit and I'm like, oh, yeah, probably people just look at the colors, you know, or whatever. But, um, yeah, I get bashed a lot for it or whatever. But I'm just like, oh, it gives me some reference of what we did or whatever. But um, or I don't know if, like, you can see past years. So I know, like, when I go into the the league thing or whatever, I can look at all the past – seasons right and look at all all those things i think everybody can but i don't know if it only goes back to how long you've done the league but your thoughts on on it that's a good league man i think obviously you can tell that people put time and effort into it i know when i was commissioner you can really tell the people that give like zero fucks you know what i mean they, they, didn't, they didn't move their lineup around um then you, you can just tell and that's not really fair, you know, to the people that are playing them because it's almost like a bye week. Yeah. You know, when they when they put, you know, quarterbacks on that or buys starting them up, you know, I think just the league as a as a whole, it's nice to see people that care, uh, commissioner that cares, um, and a commissioner who do does you know new things like you do, and actually puts time and effort into it, and the whole trophy thing and everything like that. <laughs> Chef, <you know? laughs> the uh, the whole trophy thing is pretty sweet too. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like the legitimacy of, of this league, especially that product that you made, man. I showed, I was at, I was at work, sure, wasting taxpayer dollars, just I'm sure <laughs> the whole Jaysbox does. But uh, yeah, I showed my coworkers, and I'm like, holy shit, like this is, this is a pretty sweet league because we have our own league in our in our office. Yeah, and it's nothing like this. It's nothing, nothing like it at all. Yeah. So. Um... I well, appreciate it. Thanks uh, on the commissioner comments. It really makes me feel good. But uh, no, I like I really like the I like feedback on things. Right? Like I would I just I want to make it more fun. But I think what one thing we do have is like everybody's pretty competitive, right? Like um, I mean, even bottom dwellers like my um, alternative lifestyle brother. Um, no, he sucks, right? But at the same time, like he's always trying to trade, right? And he always thinks he's gonna get one over on people. Mm-hmm. Or um, I think he's gotten a lot more fair lately. But uh, like for the most part, like it's pretty, pretty. Um, there's a lot of parity in it. I think like the last couple of years, like you know, like I the year that I won it, I edged you out for a playoff spot. Yeah, so you've been in it three years then, because I was you know. 
three seasons ago or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Edge you out on the playoff spot at seven that. and six, mm-hmm. right? And it was by like a couple point differential or something like that, right? So yeah. And there's like multiple players who are in that six and seven, seven and six range. And it's like if you can get to seven and six or if you get eight wins, you're in the playoffs, you know. Right. Um, everybody's putting up good scores every week. Um, the waiver wire is pretty pretty drowned out. You don't see like like in a couple other leagues I'm in here, like a couple work leagues. Some guy dropped Alex Collins like two weeks ago, you know, to pick up like Ryan Fitzpatrick or something. And I'm like, the league has no running backs in it. <laughs> like, why are you dropping a guy who has a legitimate starting role? Like, and it was a standard league, so it's even worse. But yeah, um, yeah, I think it's. I personally think it's pretty. It's a pretty strong as far as like the competition or whatever. Um, and I don't know how much people put in work or whatever like that, or study things, or just listen to the radio or read something online or whatever, right? Or watch TV, whatever their sources is or their sources of information are or whatever. They just watch all the games. I don't know. But it seems like everybody's pretty like spot on on some of the things that they want to do, especially like when it comes to waiver transactions or whatever. So Yeah, especially you. They're uh fucking McKinnon, man. My phone went off like I think my phone went off. I didn't even bother looking at it. <laughs> And then I get to it like 30 minutes after it goes off. I saw McKinnon got fucking hurt. I went in the league and saw that you already fucking picked up his backups and shit. <laughs> I was pretty pissed off. Fucking phone. Fucking yeah. eight. I think that's what he's yelling. Yeah. I think I was my, yeah. I was in the car. Not texting and driving. Not looking at the app and <laughs> I'm sitting there driving like, fuck you, man. Just screaming out the fucking window. Yeah, it pissed me off. Yeah. I don't even know what I was doing that day, but something happened. I think I don't know if I was like listening to the radio or I just happened to be on Twitter or something like that and like saw it and I was like, oh, every league. I'm just like boom, 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 trying to grab all these guys, right? But um and then I'm like, Oh, anybody want to trade? <laughs> like like um, yeah, so but nobody wants wanted to trade, so one cool thing about this league, too, is I got to meet some cool people like Coastman. Yeah. We were sitting in Germany. I think we were there for like two or three days. We didn't say a word to each other. I know who the hell he was. He looked like some Arab dude, right? <laughs> and uh, I think he just mentioned, you know Nate? I was like, yeah, I know Nate. You in our fantasy league? He's like, yeah, I'm in the fantasy league. Oh, what's up, your Coast? How's it going, man? Like, <laughs> now, ever since, now, ever since, and now I see Coast everywhere, and I just give him shit. Yeah. Uh, a couple of days after the draft, we were doing some Wrigley or something like that and had to talk shit to him. But I met Beisner downtown and you were in town that one time. Yeah. It was kind of cool, you know, just to just to meet people, see people. And we're like all work in the same community, you know. So yeah. Kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, um, that's pretty cool. Like it was kind of random too because I think he, he texted me from Germany too. He was like, hey, I met this dick guy. Like, okay, that was it. <laughs> like, I'm in Germany, met Nick. Yeah. Anything else? Like, you got an impression or something? You know, like, <laughs> but yeah, um, I guess speaking on the trophy thing, right? So, I, um, I just finally got the, uh, the individual trophies, I guess. So, I wanted to change, like, the, 
because we had like that same trophy that traveled around or whatever. So essentially we got like that side, that type of trophy um, for anybody who wins it. So you can keep it forever. Right. So it's got like a plate. I should have grabbed one. They're all in my garage though, but um, they, it's got the plate on the front. That's basically the same. It says, Hey, you won this league or whatever. And it's got your name on it, I believe. Uh, Or it's got the year on it is what it has. And then on like the sides, it has like the schedules. So it's like week one, your score, did you win? It's like either you won or your record. I think it's the record that you had, right? So it has eight weeks on one side, eight weeks on the other. And on the back, it has like your name, um, your name, your team name, your record, and then the roster that they used for the championship game whatever like that. So it's kind of fun to see like, like, I think it was, like, the first year dude had, like, Joyke Bell, right, and, like, some shitty players that aren't even in the league anymore, right? And it's like, damn, this dude put up 22 points. Like, he doesn't – he can't even get a job after this game, you know? And he was, like, a star for week 16 that week. So, um, yeah, it's pretty neat. So, I got those. I just got to mail them out. I got to mail them out tomorrow. I just got everybody's addresses. But I'm working on this, like, uh, overarching one that I want to travel to. So, it's, like – I don't know. There's a um, there's a couple of ideas I've seen, but like one is like the actual. It looks like the actual Shiva type trophy, right? And you could put your own picture in the top or whatever. But I don't like a bunch of us who were at like in New Mexico together, like know who we want to put in that, right? And she's gross, but no, not everybody knows her and knows why like that she's significant, right? Like, right. Um, but. Um, so it's like, we'd have to put together, like, the only way I can make it work is like, if we could put together a book about her or whatever, and like create our own thing. But like, what happens if she finds out about this? Because it's not like in the league where Shiva was like this nerd. And then she turned out to be cute later on and like a doctor, right? Like, yeah, this chick's still ugly, even though she's like a lawyer, like she's a lawyer now or whatever, got out, went to law school. Um, but she's fucking gross. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, but I don't know, I'm kind of looking at different ideas to have something that looks like, I don't know if I want to copy like the full, like Shiva thing, you know, like, and just like put the picture of Shiva in there and it's like, eh, it's not really too original. So uh, I've been looking at some other things that are like a little bit larger, uh, something that stands out, but we'll get there eventually. So, Nobody likes James either. So no one likes Clint and no one likes James just because nobody knows them. And he won it first year. So fuck him. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't deserve it anyways. Clint still has the trophy from last year anyway. Like never mailed it back to I can give it to James. And they're like buddies and roommates. <laughs> so, I, so Clinton texts me. He's like, hey, you still want this? Like today after I asked for his address, he goes, um, you still want this old trophy? And I was like, no. Nah. He's like, well, James won, so he could have it now. He's like, we'll just put duct tape on it and write his name or whatever. Like, we'll we'll just figure out a way to put his name on it, right? And I'll just, like, just throw a condom on top. <laughs> like, <laughs> give it to him. I'm like, fuck it. Like, it doesn't even need his name on it. So, <clears throat> but, but, yeah, I think we'll get to there, get there eventually. But um, I got the other ones. They look pretty cool. The only thing I don't like is that I asked for, like, a black base to it. But the guy gave me, like, a dark wood. Or whatever, so it looks kind of weird. It doesn't look cool because the plates are all black. But 
I think it still looks pretty sick though. So maybe cool. But, awesome, yeah. So you just got to win the league to get one. <laughs> and yeah. then you have it behind you. I should have brought mine in and put it right here. Oh, gosh. I totally whiffed on that. But yeah. All right, cool. So uh, we'll move on. Uh, did you have like, do you have a way that you normally draft? Like whether it's like you try to go running back heavy, wide receiver heavy early, just take like best players available. Um, what are your kind of like, usual strategies that you try to use and if that was any different from this year so like i was telling coast i was like dude i <laughs> like i traveled my whole summer i was i was gone i didn't have any time to do any studying so i just kind of this year i just did did kind of best available mm-hmm. uh, typically i try to go wide receiver heavy especially in pprs you know but i think just wide receivers are where it's at in my opinion running backs here and there might have breakout games but but uh yeah, that's my typical, typical uh, strategy. Yeah, so I, um, I mean, I think I've said this a couple of times, but I went into it where like, I figured running backs were the pain in the ass, so I just wanted more of them than anybody, right? So I have like, like yeah, I might have some injuries and stuff, but maybe I'll be able to, you know, at least stay afloat if I can get a guy to get me like eight points to twelve points a week, like. I could survive that as long as I hit all my receivers. But I think now I'm looking at it like I probably went too heavy because I think I have like four backfields on my team. And um, I think I wish I would have had some more wide receiver stuff earlier on. Like I think I drafted Lamar Miller. I just have this like hard on for that dude. But uh, I always have him for some reason. And I just all am always let down. And I just can't get over it. And it's like that. And, like, I'll end up with Flacco on my team at some point, right? Like, mm-hmm. even though I have Andrew Long, I'll end up with Flacco on my team right now, but eventually. But, um, but yeah, like, the, the league has so many wide receivers that are doing well. And it's, like, such a passing league. And it favors wide receivers so much and quarterbacks, right? Like, you can't touch quarterbacks. You can't touch wide receivers. So it's like these guys just run wild, you know, and it's like, mm-hmm. like if I skip out on guys like that, like I can get, um, you know, maybe I end up with instead of, I don't even know who I have on this team. I think it's like fucking God. I don't know. Uh, who was it? I don't know. I have like Lamar Miller, Carlos Hyde. Um, fuck. Sorry. Yeah, Saquon, Carlos Hyde, right? So I know I went Saquon, Michael Thomas. I think I came back with, um, like, Alex Collins or something like that. And at that point, like, maybe I should have grabbed, like, a Tyreek Hill or something, right? And I could have still gotten some of these guys, like Carlos Hyde and Connor and probably Lamar Miller later on, too, you know? But um, I could have had, like, a stronger wide receiver core, I think, but. Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, it's like you. It's hard to balance it, I guess. Like, cause I worry about runs so much in drafts. To where it's like, if I don't get a guy that I really want, you know, or I'm really comfortable with, without a lot of risk, then I'm like worried. So I'll just like take them. But yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Whatever. Did you feel good after your draft, like, when you did it? Or you were like, oh, fuck, like, this probably wasn't as good as I thought it would be? Um, I don't know what to make of it, to be honest. Uh, I mean, I ran it through some sort of draft simulator. Yeah. It tells you how good he did afterwards, right? So I didn't yeah. put it in there. It was, like, even, like, a 98. I was like, fuck, yeah, that's awesome. I felt really good. <laughs> and then first week came and didn't feel so good. And this week, week uh, what the hell, uh, four, week four came in. And I lost a tray who was winless. <laughs> yeah, that kind of took, you know hit on me as well so i don't know i'm neutral at this point yeah yeah i felt really good after the draft and then like week one michael thomas went off right and i'm like okay i got this and you know that one's done i just need golden tate to do well and stuff throughout the year um but i don't know like i feel good about it like you know you it sucks because you can put up good points and still lose, right? Like, right. like, um, like some of those times, it's like you look at who who won the total points for the year, and it's like this guy wasn't even close to the top. You know, he just got shafted because he got everybody else's best week they ever had. Um, so it's like almost like you can't control that. You know, your wins and losses, right. but just try to field the best team. So, um, sorry the. This freaking um, – I don't know how big you're into baseball, but this freaking Cubs-Rockies game is on right now and they're in the 11th inning. And the uh, Cubs tied it in like the 8th or something like that. But 11th inning and two outs. So if you see me looking up, it's because I'm checking that too. <laughs> yeah, that's all everyone's talking about, man, over here in Colorado. The Rockies. Yeah. They suck. Dodgers whooped their ass yesterday. So Yeah. yeah. That's all that matters. Um, cool. So, um, you have any like predictions for the season or anything like that? Maybe it's your team or like any teams in the league or players in the league. Um, it doesn't have to be like the fantasy league or anything, but are things that you're high on or whatever. Well, this. Um, so unfortunately, right now, my wife, who is a Broncos fan, has a huge orange, disgusting Broncos flag. <laughs> waving in the Colorado wind outside my house. I threw a fit about it at the beginning of the season, and, you know, she told me if the Bengals win, just win a single playoffs game that uh, I can fly a Bengals flag. So that's what I'm going for this year. Bengals, <laughs> I'm not even going to say the Super Bowl. They're just going to win win one and uh, break that curse. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's viable. Yeah. I mean, they're, yeah. they're first in the division right now, too, right? Pittsburgh's fucked up. I think the – I think the Browns probably have the best team or the best team overall. Just they have Hugh Jackson and he's a fucking dumb shit. Like they would just fire him and let Todd Haley take over. Like they're probably, I don't even know, like three and one, two, at least two and two, you know? Yeah. But yeah. Um, I also predict uh, just for coast, Jared Goff probably going to get hurt uh, mid season. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, get totally pretty much fucked up, like Tyler Eifert style. Yeah. And, uh, that, yeah, there goes the Rams. Um, mm-hmm. And you know what? I always predict and hope every year that Ochocinco comes back. <laughs> um, so I'm holding out for that this year as well. Yeah. He, um, some tweet something about how he's very retired or whatever like that. But, but he's uh, extremely active in the FIFA landscape. I don't know if you know. Like, I follow him on Twitter. 
and it seems like everything is either there's it's three things it's cigars mm-hmm. fifa mm-hmm. or mcdonald's man <laughs> He retweeted some some chick tweeted at him today about her like anniversary dinner, right? And it's it's like in her car, looking down at like her center console, there's a bag of like three large fries and three cokes. <laughs> and she like tweets at Ocho Cinco or whatever, right? <laughs> like Yeah. Just McDonald's. Like that's all that dude eats, apparently. So Dude, he has to be one of the most entertaining players the league has ever ever seen, man. Like, yeah. He's a funny dude. It was so awesome when him and Tio were on the same team. I had such oh. high hopes that you do that. <laughs> that was like the year, dude. Carson Palmer, Tio, fucking Ocho Cinco. They have Cedric Benson there too. Cedric Benson. I think Chris Henry might have still been alive that year. Maybe not. Mm-hmm. I know they had like Sanu. I think Chris <clears throat> was there. Yeah. I mean, the Bengals, dude. The Bengals had so many opportunities, but. But they had like high school locker rooms and fucking weight rooms, or like mm-hmm. that was the but the one big thing about Carson Palmer, wasn't it? Like they just never invested in anything with the facilities and the the players, you know, or whatever for them to use to like rehab, and yeah. it was like a big issue. So well, shit, like at Paul Brown Stadium, I think it's almost twenty plus years old. Yeah, it's shitty. Yeah. <clears throat> yep, yep, yep. But this year's a year, man. Mark so I think. Mike, my, my prediction stuff. Um, like I think, so I did say the other day that I think Jacksonville is going to be in the Super Bowl. I still think so. Um, and then I think I said that the Vikings, but barring injury, I don't think the Rams can lose a game this year, and that's fucking scary. Like <laughs> they are so good, like. Uh-huh. Like, just watching that game the other night, right, uh, it was Thursday night against the Vikings. And granted, the Vikings don't have um, – what's that dude down low? He's like their D-tackle or whatever. Fuck, what's his name? I've, I forget his name or whatever. Uh, Sheldon Richardson, I think is – I don't know what his name is. But um, apparently he, like, was breaking into, like, one of the teammates' apartments or something like that. And, like, he's in, like, a mental facility and shit. Uh, Everson Griffin, I think is his name, right? And then uh, – yeah, so, like, he went insane. So, like, their bestie tackle isn't there, and he's, like, the run stopper and the pass rusher and basically makes it all go together, right? Um, but other than that, they really didn't have, like, much going on. Like, their offensive line isn't that good in Minnesota. Dalvin Cook's a little banged up, but whatever. Case Keenum is – or not Case Keenum, uh, Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback, right? I think he's a great quarterback, but um, – and then L.A. didn't have corners that were good because dude goes on IR. He's banged up. They don't even know he's going to play, and he ends up playing. It's like, you know, Keenum should be able to rip these guys apart, and he kind of did, you know. But when you watch the Rams' offense, they are just so damn smooth. Like, everything they do just looks like it's in rhythm and it's easy, right? And the reads that Goff has to make are, like, quick, easy things. It's not like – he has to sit back there and process a lot, you know? It's like, like those, like, I don't know why, like my favorite thing to watch is Jared Goff doing a bootleg right now. Right. You want to play action and he rolls out the opposite way. Cause it's just like, he's just trotting. Like it's like it's seven on sevens or something like that. And it's yeah. like, it just, their coach is so damn good. And, and he has a hot girlfriend, which pisses me off even more. Smoke show. You know? 
saw something on Twitter. I think it's like uh it's one of these like spam websites, like I think it's called Twelve Up, right? Like I follow this like I don't know, it's like some meth head Tim Tebow type picture thing or whatever. It's like I think it's called Tom Tebow on Twitter, right? And it's like Tim Tebow with like a cigarette in his mouth and like you know, tattoos on his face or whatever. And um we always um tweets out these 12 up articles but it's one of those websites where that they have funny stuff and juicy stuff right and um, they usually do smoke shows on there but um but it, when you click on it it has like a bunch of ads and shit pops up everywhere right and it's all just like clickbait stuff to get you them to get like revenue revenue for ads and stuff like that so probably a lot of viruses so i only click on it at work <laughs> <laughs> smart and not going to infect my computer. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, I think the Rams are probably going to go undefeated until they get to the Super Bowl. And then I think the Jaguars can beat them. I think they're the only team that can beat them. And that's totally dependent on whether or not, um, like, the like Bortles can complete, like, half of his passes. Because I don't think they're going to be able to run on them. But the Super Bowl could be, like, a – a seven, <laughs> like there would be like two safeties in that game, you know, or whatever. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It'd be like under 20 points total or whatever, but yeah. Um, bad beats. You got any bad beats from this year other than losing to McKinnon. Trey McKinnon? McKinnon yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. That yeah, sucks, man. With, uh, with coast, I played coast this week. Yeah. Yeah. That goes. Yeah, the um, I don't know, man. I had such high hopes for the Niners, like uh, the they're, they're not going to be able to beat the Rams, I don't think, right? And then, um, but at least maybe contend for a wild card, you know? Like the the NFC is pretty tough, but you know if you can outpace one of those teams in like the South, like um, you know the Falcons, who the Falcons are the uh, Panthers or something, and there's possibility because I don't think Green Bay is that good. I mean, they just have Aaron Rodgers, and it's like literally have no one else on their team. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That sucked. Um, any uh, breakouts or busts you can think of? Guys that you think are, I mean, there's one guy in Cincinnati who's already broken out, you know, but uh, Tyler Boyd, but. Anybody else? You know, I don't think I have him in this league, but uh, Philip Lindsay, man, I think he's gonna do some good shit this year. Yeah. Yeah. He's um, I think it was Mark Schlereth. He's like the play-by-play for the Broncos or something like that. Um, he was on a, one of the fantasy radio things or whatever, and. I guess he said that Philip Lindsay is just a guy who is like a yes man. Like they ask him to go block, he can block. He'll go do it, right? They ask they could ask him to go run every stair, every step in the stadium, he'll go do it and faster than anybody else can. Or run this route, catch the ball, run through this hole, do this type of slick cut or whatever. And the guy just like does everything. And it's crazy because he's like undrafted. And he's from the area too, so he's just like this feel-good local story who's like exactly doing really well. He can do it all, 
You know, I think Royce Freeman. Yeah, and he's like small. Yeah. He's got all this hair. You know, it's like <laughs> he's like so bolder. <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, I think he's a good one. Um, I think uh, the Tyler Boyd one is interesting, and I wonder how it's going to be impacted by like no Tyler Eifert, um, and what that does, you know, whatever. Because I think Eifert demands some um, acknowledgement in the middle of the field, right? That may have been helping out Boyd a little bit, but then I don't know, like what they do with Ross now and. I mean, Croft's not bad. Like, I played him last year in daily when Eifert went down. Like, the first week, he was, like, 2500 bucks, and then he scored, like, two touchdowns or something. So, not bad as a pass catcher, but um, I think as much as they pass the ball, I think they want to run it there. But um, Yeah. Do you see freaking Eifert's leg? You yeah. Know? You can see Like, this is the end of his leg. <laughs> Dude, it was so nasty. Like, um, like that was pretty close to – I don't know if you remember. Like, I think it was the Final Four. It was Duke and Louisville. Uh, it might have been the Final Four um, a couple years back. But this dude from Louisville broke his leg, whatever. Like, he jumped up and it came down. And, like, his leg fucking snapped. Like, his shin just goes like, like this, right? And um, – like you just see everybody in this. Like you knew what happened when he when it when it happened, right? And um, and the camera tries to pan away, but it goes up a little bit, and all you see is the guys on the bench, and they're all like, like trying not to barf because it was like instant reactions. Yeah, it was nuts, and um, that's kind of like what that Tyler Eifert thing was. And God, I was so gross. But <clears throat> I don't know, man. I'm I'm a um, I think this dude Jalen Richard. From the running back from the Raiders is a good candidate because I don't think the Raiders can stop anybody. Um, and I don't, I mean, Marshawn Lynch, I don't know like how long he can really do this because he's fairly old. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, maybe he just defies everything that we know, like from every year in the past, I guess. But, um, I think Jalen Richard's a good one. Just he catches so many passes, especially in PPR. You know, like um, I think he's a good one, especially if you're hurting at running backs and stuff like that. You can easily flex him out, but um, I don't know, man. Like, um, what are your thoughts on Sony Sony Michelle? I'm only asking because I have him, and that was one of the things I tried to trade my brother was Sony Michelle and, like, Lamar Miller for Le'Veon Bell. And then he he wanted a receiver, too. But he wanted to take Golden Tate for me um, in his things. But um, he did ask for, like, Golden Tate and Sony Michelle, and I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't have wide receivers to give up, really. So. Yeah. I don't know too much about that, dude. I mean, I see the points he puts up, but – like, cause Burkhead's injured, right? right? So it's like he's always like questionable, and yeah, now he's just yeah. They uh, I don't know. Like he, he's gonna be their power back, and the like the Patriots drafted him in the second round, and they don't draft players that are not like offensive line and defensive players in the second round. Um, 
So part of me is like, they want to use them, but at the same time, it's still New England. <laughs> and I don't know if I could ever trust any of the running backs. And I did this shit to myself last year with Gillisley and Burkhead, and it ruined me. And I was like, never again. And then I picked this guy up off waivers, and I'm like, fuck. Like, and then he goes for like 20 points. And I'm like, I don't know what to do now because next week he's not even going to matter. But what if he matters because Burkhead's injured now and they really don't have a, a between-the-tackles runner? Uh, you want him? <laughs> <laughs> That's him, dear brother. <laughs> yeah. So let's um, – all right, we'll do something before we get to that trade, right? So we'll do some fuck Mary Kill. I don't know why I just got like I heard this on like uh, somewhere else they were doing it or whatever, and I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. And I asked, we kind of like on the fly it with um, uh, Beisner and Coast last week, and um, so I got so I got three of them here for you, um, and they're all from people in the league. So I asked in a bunch of text messages or whatever, like for people. But um, so first one would be uh, Kanye, Lil Wayne, or Post Malone. Mm. Fuck, man. Um, I'd probably. Oh, that's hard. I want this Kanye kick right now, man. I want this Kanye kick. And you know, I'd I'd say. I probably want to fuck Kanye in hopes that he brings Kim. Yes. He seems like that kind of guy, you know, who'd, who'd share. Yeah. Uh, I think I'd marry Lil Wayne. He seems pretty cool to chill out with, you know. People he hangs out with pretty tight, too. Mm-hmm. I like Kill Post one though, man. For some reason, he just annoys me lately. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like, kids like my kid's singing, like, you think that you are better now? I'm like, <laughs> fucking garbage turn this shit off <laughs> oh dude there's a oh there's a uh, what do you call it a facebook page and it's like uh it's about 80s like if this song was in the 80s right um and there's a guy who does that song that uh whatever better now or whatever right or the post malone song as an 80s song and he's like on a keyboard in like a uh like a windbreaker jacket, right? And some sunglasses and he's like stonewashed jeans. It's fucking good, man. And like, he's got the, he's got that voice, like that eighties, like microphone voice, right? That kind of echoes weird and stuff. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'd probably, I would probably say I'd fuck Post Malone just cause he's the thicker one of all of them. <laughs> and I don't want to deal with like bounty folks. <laughs> And then I'd probably kill Lil Wayne and I'd marry Kanye. And the reason why I'd marry Kanye, like Lil Wayne is really just like out of it because I don't know what what I would do with him. But Kanye, I remember seeing on like Kim Kardashian's uh, Snapchat like a year ago or whatever. It was her birthday and she woke up to uh, uh, an orchestra in their house. And it was like a full orchestra in like the bottom floor like by the entrance or whatever and she was like on this like the staircase up top or whatever like that and then like that was how she woke up and i'm like you know what i think that would be extremely romantic if someone gave me had an orchestra for me like (laughs) maybe playing like the notre dame fight song or something right or like some uh 
whatever that uh call me maybe song is like i want to get that i've just been singing that all day but yeah like the guy got an orchestra like that shit that touched me like for kim i was like ah (laughs) all right so uh all right, the second one with your uh, Bengals fandom, you got uh, Andy Dalton, AJ Green, and Joe Mixon. Oh man, um, <laughs> probably kill Andy Dalton. Uh, <laughs> just from all that, <laughs> yeah, he just he's just giving me PTSD. So I probably <laughs> uh, marry AJ Green. Dude seems like a nice guy. And, you know, he's just the shit, dude. Mm-hmm. Joe Mixon probably fuck because he kind of. I think the mentality is with the Bengals because they just fuck over running backs. They just get rid of them. Like yeah. Revolving door. That's yeah. what I do with Joe Mixon. Just revolving door. Just bring in another running back. Just something to fuck them to. Yeah. I would um, – uh, I'd probably kill Joe Mixon for my Gio Bernard love. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm probably going to fuck A.J. Green so that we can make – athletic babies but i'm gonna marry andy dalton so that those babies can grow up really privileged (laughs) like i'm taking advantage of that like i understand like it's probably wrong but i am going to take advantage of that like yeah i yeah can you imagine but i couldn't with like your head of hair which looks fantastic by the way if i already told you that i just got out of the shower but then ruin it with it being fucking red (laughs) (laughs) i wish i was really good at photoshop so i can like do that and like trying to change my hair to be red you know yeah yeah. but it just looks so damn awkward too because it's like the team color is orange Mm -hmm. like so you uh it's like he takes off his helmet and it's like it's still there or like i couldn't imagine if they ever get like a full orange color rush uniform like to see them in that and then and like see if they actually like match up the orange with the color on his head so that when he takes his helmet off, he's like fully matching. But or if he ever does like some sort of jump into the crowd to celebrate and you think it's like <laughs> another like random fan with that colored his hair fucking orange. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of jerseys, those uh those white and black jerseys are tight, man. They yeah, they're sick, dude. I like those. Yeah. I want to get one. So the only thing that I don't like about the Bengals is that their colors are orange and black. Like every team that I've ever hated in life has been orange and black. Um, so like in baseball, it's the Giants. I fucking hate them so much and they're orange and black. And then um, my rival high school, their colors were orange and black and it they ruined. So like they used to suck too. Like both of our schools used to suck for a long time. They got really good. And the year that they got good, their um, their new head coach brought in this whole, like, because they used to wear, like, orange and white all the time. Like, orange was the main color and all this kind of stuff, right? Well, he brought in the black and, like, changed their uniforms to being, like, all black. with And they were, like, the Indians or whatever. So they had, like, these – they brought in, like, the Michigan um, – the wings or whatever, right, on their helmets. And um, – like they just had an accented orange just a little bit, right? But most of it was black. And then they they basically brought in the whole back in black thing, the ACDC song. And that was like their song that they ran into and all this shit. And it ruined that song. I fucking hate it to this day. But um, 
Yeah, that's the only thing I have against the Bengals. So, like, when they wear the all-whites, right, with the black number, I'm like, oh, this is dope. But when they're wearing that shit that you got on, I'm like, God, this is disgusting. <laughs> like, can't do it. <laughs> um, all right, so then there's the last one was announcers. So um, there's everybody's favorite, Joe Buck. Everybody's second favorite, Chris Collinsworth. I mean, he's a Bengal. He's a shitty wide receiver, but he acts like he's a badass. And then uh, John Madden. Mm. So Joe Buck, Collinsworth, and John Madden. Speaking of John Madden, I was watching some old, uh, I think it was Mad TV sketches uh, or SNL sketches. I think it was Mad TV, though. And <clears throat> back when they were doing uh, the Madden was doing some sort of popcorn, popcorn infomercial. Yeah. Boom! <laughs> gets electrocuted he ends up cutting his hand off or something like that. it was ridiculous <laughs> but i would probably i'd have to kill chris collinsworth yeah uh, i think everyone would agree um play mary mary madden dude makes so much money yeah. I love those video games i just want to play madden with madden yeah <laughs> and then yeah i'd have to fuck joe buck surprised you didn't put jason winton in there that's the latest thing oh, he's jason so Witten. fucking bad man like money i I can't watch it. I, I can't, like, usually, like, so on, if I, I don't really get to watch much football on Sundays, right? And, um, but if I do, I just mute it, you know, whatever. I'm doing stuff with the kids, they're home and stuff, and, um, or we're doing other things. I just mute it and play music or whatever and, like, have dance parties with the girls or we'll play whatever. And, um, but, like, Monday night, it's, like, I ain't got nothing else to do. We've, like, come home. We're cooking dinner and getting ready, right? Get the kids in the bath and stuff. And then it's, like, you start listening to it. And it's, like, like I don't I don't even know who the other guy's name is that's in the booth with Jason Winton. But he's got to be pissed. Like, Jason Winton goes, mm-hmm, like, really close to him, right? And he's, like, talking to him. And it's, like, but he's not saying anything that's accurate or that matters yeah. to anybody. And, uh that fucking Booger McFarlane on the sidelines is the biggest piece of shit. Like riding around that stupid little fucking thing. Yeah. Like uh-uh. on the sidelines. Right. And it's like, you're not even standing like get off your ass and do something, you know, like, yeah. but I think it was just last night. He was like, Oh, it's, you know, third and manageable or, you know, there's a, uh, you know, third and, Third and manageable or whatever like that. And it was like fourth and 15. And it was like, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Fucking idiot. Like, what are you talking about? And then two weeks ago, he's talking about Jameis Winston and about how, because they're just bashing, right? Fitzpatrick and this is who he is and all this kind of shit, right? Then he talks about like, you have to remember Jameis Winston, um, you know, he's suspended for something that happened two years ago and this, this, and this, right? Like, it's not like he's been, you know, doing anything bad lately. And, you know, this is a, you know, whatever. It happened a long time ago. You know, I've been talking to everybody in the in the Bucks organization. They say he's been a saint for the last two to three years. And it's like, you're literally just talked about how he's suspended for something two years ago that was like groping a chick, like <clears throat> an Uber driver inappropriately, but he's been a saint for the last two to three years. That makes no fucking sense. Like, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and they just say such like inaccurate things. And it's like, God, like, I really wish they would just put fantasy analysts and like sports betting analysts in those booths. Like, because those guys care more about every little intricate detail of the game. Like I don't, 
No one needs to know, like, oh, you know, play action here, you know, whatever. Oh, this guy, this is a guy who, you know, he really works hard and they like him. Like, no, like, we want to know, like, what the fuck's happening? You know, like, hey, this is a little bit awkward. You know, this guy's, you know, usually throwing the ball on an average of 17 yards downfield. And today they're dumping it off and he's got an average depth of target of nine. Like, why is that? You know, or looking at the way the defenses play and stuff, it's just – their analysis is so fucking lazy just because they have a name and it's so annoying. But I think James or uh, Witten last night mentioned the crowd. He really mentioned the crowd like 25 times. Yeah. He's like, did you get it? We got, we got it the first fucking five times. You don't need to go on and on about this crowd and the atmosphere here. No. Oh, it's a really loud crowd and, uh, you know, it's a tough, uh, real tough place to play, you know. And uh, Did you know that this is at like 5,280 feet? Like, can you imagine playing in this? Yeah, he, he's fucking, yeah. Is that what mile high means? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> God damn, it's so bad. Fuck those guys. Uh, they all suck. Yeah. They all, they're all bad. But like, um. And sometimes, like, on Sunday, I'll, if I – like, when – so, Adrian just got back a couple weeks ago. But the first week, I think it was, I was, like – I had so much stuff to do, man, like, laundry and all this, you know, house stuff to do. So, I didn't even get – I didn't watch it, but I just, like, plugged it on the radio or whatever. And I think, like, on the Sirius Fantasy Sports Channel, they do basically, like, how – um, what is that fucking thing called? Uh, Red Zone, right? on the TV, they basically do that on the radio and they talk about everything that's happening. And, uh, that was like much more enjoyable than anything else of like watching, listening to anything. It's like able to paint a picture so much better. And like, so I'd rather have like a fantasy, a gambling expert or like a radio comment commentator. Like you're just so much better at it, but whatever. So you should just get out and just, that as your career yeah i say and what not too much so <laughs> <laughs> no nah. better than now here's a guy yeah now here's a guy <laughs> i'm so glad he doesn't do fucking uh he used to do notre dame games collinsworth yeah and uh when his son got his son graduated or whatever he stopped doing them but now they have doug flutie and that guy's even fucking worse like you know, he doesn't talk about, like, the glory days and all this other random bullshit. And it's like, shut up. Like, just want to watch the fucking game. Just leave. Just Like, I don't even know where we have them. Just be quiet and let us watch. <laughs> like, we're there. <laughs> you know? I'm like, I don't need you to tell me shit. So, but... <clears throat> yeah, I'd probably, um, yeah, I'd probably fuck Buck. Kill Collinsworth and Mary Madden, too. If I can get a free copy of Madden every year. Like, I'm in. Especially if, like, if I get it for both consoles. Like, yeah. Yeah. Do you have Madden? This year? Uh, <laughs> so I've been on this PC gaming kick uh, for the last last uh, six months, man. And at, at the point where I, I think I dropped like $2,200 into this computer. My <laughs> wife asked, and if she's listening, I'm like, I only spent 1300 But, uh, I feel like obligated to to play that and 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 really invest time in that. So yeah, yeah. I haven't no, I haven't got. I haven't even played Xbox. My, my Xbox is in my kid's room at this point. He plays all these games now, so I don't even have it in my game room. I had a uh, you know uh, Westcott, mm-hmm. right? 
So I saw one night he posted on Facebook that's like, hey, uh, go check out my Twitch channel. Just play Madden and uh, talking fantasy football, right? So I am like, oh, I'm doing, not doing shit. I was like folding kids' clothes or something. So I'm like on the couch looking at it. Right, and he sees that I log in, right, and he's like, "Oh shit, Daterade's here!" And like, and he's like telling people, "Like, hey, this guy knows a little bit about fantasy, or whatever," because we just always talk fantasy. And um, so he starts talking about, it. "I was like, yo, let's play on my Twitch channel one day, or whatever, right?" Because I was just like, "Yo, like, this is how you run this play, or whatever. Like, I'll smash you, well, whatever." I'm talking shit, you know. He's pretty. He looks pretty good, at least from like what he was showing. Um, but I'm like, oh, I beat him. And then, uh, so I was like, he was like, you need to get mad. And then, you know, so, okay. So I went out and got, caught it. We haven't played yet, but, um, I did join a league with all those other guys that used to play with. Right. Um, I joined it in week four because they had already started. They did a fantasy draft. And so I had like this shitty team and whatever. Right. But I'm like, whatever, I'll make it work. I make it to the Super Bowl. I play the Super Bowl against that dude Tanner, right? The T Live guy, whatever. And and like this guy was the guy who uh, he was like on the throne, right? Like nobody was as good as him and all this kind of stuff. Like until like five years ago, when I started playing or whatever with that league, and um, and we always used to meet in the Super Bowl, or whatever. And he's only beaten me once in the Super Bowl, and it was when they changed the rules in overtime that. If you kicked a field goal, the other team got a possession. But Madden wasn't registering that. So he kicked a field goal in the first possession of overtime in the Super Bowl, and it cut the game out. And I was fucking pissed. I was like, this doesn't count. You know, whatever. Yeah. And he won, right? And it was like, there's an asterisk there. And I've beat him ever since. And, um, Anyways, we played the Super Bowl yesterday, right? We're like, it's the first year of this league or whatever. And um, so we're, like, in the Super Bowl. He's went, like, 14-2. and two. He's, like, got this stacked team or whatever that he got to draft. And I got these, like, bums that I put together. Tyrod Taylor's my quarterback. And some dude, Jaheim Grant, is my running back. But he's fast, you know. And my best receiver is Kenny Stills and whatever. Um, and I picked him off twice in the first quarter or whatever. I'm up 14, nothing. And then he's like, Oh, like I ran the second one back. He's like, I'm just going to quit out, man. You win. Good job or whatever. And I was like, what? We are two minutes into the game. I was like, you're going to quit. And he's like, yeah, this is this. I got better things. I got, I got other things I got to get done or whatever. Right. And then so I just keep playing and I kick off to him. And he's like, okay, I'll do one more drive and see how this goes. <coughs> excuse me this dude goes and i run like a i run like safety blitzes right because i know he's gonna i saw he comes out in like five wide and he's i know he's gonna go deep so i'm just running safety blitzes and just to keep him to hang in for a little bit because i just wanted to play and um so he scores a touchdown he's like oh okay i guess i'll keep playing or whatever right and then i go down score i ran like a four minute drive scored on him then he comes back and i knew what he was doing he was running these same plays or whatever so um, I just dropped like some like two my two DNs. I dropped them into zones right to cut off these like drags he was doing, and um, I picked him off again with a pick six, and he quit. He quit out or whatever like that. And then he just like texts 
like we're in a group text with the, all the people in that league. He's like, uh, he's like, hey, just give Nate the win, you know, whatever. He won, so, um, you know, we'll do whatever you got to do, league manager. And I was like, fuck this dude, man. Like, you're a pussy bitch. Like, it was so annoying. And I'm like, I don't even want to play in that league anymore. But. Yeah. Is uh, Cotton in that league? No. He's is that the dude that would play do the same play over and over and over again? With <laughs> no, 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 no. That's uh, who's that dude? That's Moyer. Oh yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Like, uh, I was just who was it? There's a dude, um, Langham. I don't know if you know him. I have, yeah, Talk yeah. To so he um, he knows that dude or whatever. He was talking about him or whatever. And, like that legend of that dude is that he's cheap. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. That kind of ruined it. That was the last time I really played too. Until yeah. like this year, I picked it up. But it's not really that great of a game, honestly with you. It's just like if you have people who like to play it and you can play against each other, you know, whatever. But ain't much different. But um, yeah. So, anyways, okay. Let's get into this trade thing. We're like, I think we're on like an hour and fifteen. So, and it's like late where you're at, but, um, so there was a trade that went through today. I'm not one to like veto trades or anything like that, but, um, so my brother is giving up Deshaun Jackson and Le'Veon Bell to Mr. Chad Ryan, Cops Lives Matter. For Julio Jones and Duke Johnson Jr. When I first saw this, I thought you gotta be fucking shitting me. Uh, I one I've been trying to trade for Le'Veon Bell for a little while, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like I felt like I've had like a lot of the um, what do you call it? Uh, the leverage, I guess you would say, having Connor, right? <laughs> um. And just wanting Le'Veon Bell to, like, back him up just in case this dude comes back and actually plays for the Steelers, right? So I think this is one thing that Chad's probably banking on or hoping for to, like, survive to week seven. But they have a bye week seven, so week eight. And hope that Le'Veon Bell plays for the Steelers in order to be able to do something for him. But to give up Julio Jones for, like, the next four weeks, right, Duke Johnson, I think, is a, a wash or whatever. But it's basically like a Julio for Lev Bell, Sean Jackson trade. And I don't think, like, maybe it's not understanding what has happened in the past with Deshaun Jackson. But when Jameis Winston's the quarterback, Deshaun Jackson does not produce, right? Like, he throws to the tight end. He throws, he forces it to Mike Evans and stuff like that. Um, so I think that even though Le'Veon Bell goes to Chad with Deshaun Jackson, who's playing now, I think my brother wins out just for solely getting Julio Jones or a guy who's not going to play for another four weeks. And a Jason Jackson, who's on by this week, and then probably not going to produce well with Jameis. Your thoughts? I don't know, man. <laughs> I thought that that uh, 
Chad had a pretty good team, man, right? So he had, what, Matt Ryan, uh, Melvin Gordon, and Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Marshawn Lynch, the Vikings defense. Like, it's <laughs> – I, I don't know why you would trade that for Sean Jackson. So I guess, I guess, yeah, man, keep your brother in one out. But, I think he, uh, he has Calvin Ridley on his team now too, right, I think? Um, yeah, Chad does. Yeah, Chad does. Right. I think it's just like too many, just you know, pieces or whatever. And I mean, he's got to be more higher on Ridley than Julio. I find that hard to believe, though. Like, I mean, defenses are going to have to treat them both the same, and you can't double everybody, right? Right. But. God, like, give up fucking Marvin Jones. <laughs> like, right. you know, I don't. Um, I mean, it's whatever. My brother still sucks, and he'll probably fuck it up somewhere anyways and yeah, finish with, like, three wins, um, <laughs> you know, or whatever. But he's just donating to the fun and seeing what other people are good at doing. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I think it really hurts Chad, right? Like, you look at his starting receivers now, and he's got Marvin Jones, Calvin Ridley, Callaway, who mm-hmm. the Browns came out and said, like, yeah, he's got to get reduced time on the field because the guy played terrible last week, right? But I don't know who else they have there. Jared Cook is, like, fucking 50, it seems like. and But for some reason, he keeps producing, and that's not what Jared – he's, like, the number one tight end in fantasy. Keelan Cole, who mm-hmm. had, like – Everybody's high on week one. He sucked. People, a bunch of people, like, dropped him. He went off week two and hasn't done dog shit since. And good luck trusting Blake Bortles throwing the ball. Right. Right. But then, I mean, Allen Robinson, Cole, you're into Trubisky long term. But that's it. Like, I mean, I mean, yeah, maybe you need some help at running back with Gordon and Lynch, but. I mean, what's to say that Le'Veon Bell even plays when he comes back? You know, it's like. But even if he did, I mean, you still got you still got what Duke Johnson. Uh, yeah. Rashad Penny. <laughs> yeah, like trade for it. Like I think if you wanted to trade for a running back, right? Like I'm not a big proponent of waiting out time, just because, like, you got four weeks to play still. You know what I mean? And then there's other teams that are on bye weeks too, like. Right. I don't know what, like, Detroit's bye week or Atlanta's bye week is or anything like that, but when those things hit, like, those are going to hurt. But, man, like, to give up that for a running back that might not even play for the pay- for the Steelers, right? Like, coming back week seven so that – which I would probably assume that he signs or he comes in and signs his thing, like, Saturday of week six, right? Collect another check go into the bye and then come out of the bye. But, you know, it comes back that week just in case he gets traded, right? And he wants to control where he can get traded at, right? But what happens when this guy goes to the fucking Jets mm-hmm. or Tampa Bay, right? Are you really excited about Le'Veon Bell there? You know what I mean? Like, Pittsburgh's not going to trade him to any contender in the East or in the AFC. Yep. And if he's probably going to want to go to a team that's going to give him the ball in the NFC, but there's really nowhere where that's at. I don't think when you look at the landscape of it. So and you just got to think, you know, realistically, how long has that dude not touched a ball and ran these plays? And if he goes to another team, he has to learn a whole new playbook. And 
Yeah, man. I don't know. Yeah, he so so last year, right when he held out, it was like he didn't do anything for the first three weeks. He was pretty dog shit. I think he, out of the first three weeks, he had like a total of two hundred and was it two hundred eighty yards or something like that from scrimmage or whatever through three weeks. Which I mean, maybe ninety yards, but that's not what you're looking out of Le'Veon Bell, right? Um, because that's like I don't know. 1300 1400 yards on the season or whatever um but he had this like breakout in week four where he went for like 140 yards and like i don't know so many catches or whatever but um but the guy started off super slow the first three weeks of the season right and it's like so if he comes back then maybe you're getting him week 11 to be fully good good to go because he didn't have no training camp right it's the same concept um and then what's to say they just say fuck them and just pay them and then get rid of them and let them go, yeah. you know, whatever, or trade them, um, or that he fakes an injury, right? That was a thing. I think one of the ESPN guys said uh, this last week was that if I were Le'Veon Bell, I'd come back, sign up, and then I'd fake an injury and just sit out, you know, whatever, and collect my checks with a fake injury, you know, whatever, which is yeah. kind of bullshit, but um, – yeah, I don't know. Should be interesting to see what happens. Fucking there. Julio Jones, though. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever. Chad's dead, so that's one less team we got to worry about. I feel like. Uh, to be honest, what your bros zero and four. Chad's one and three. Yeah, yeah. That's. <laughs> yeah, it's like the poor sharing food stamps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, hey man, give me five ones and i'll give you a five you know whatever like yeah i'm gonna feel real stupid if they both come back and just get to the playoffs <coughs> but then yeah that would be stupid but <laughs> but i mean now right if you look at my brother's team he's still hurting at running back but he's pretty good at wide receiver i think like mike evans john brown from the baltimore the baltimore um you know but he throws julio in there the problem is he's got Derrick Henry, Gio Bernard, right, and Frank Gore <laughs> yeah. as his running backs, you know, whatever. He'll have Duke Johnson. Hopefully they can throw in the ball a little bit more. But, I mean, he's got to probably make another move to try to get a running back. I'd probably try trading. Like, he's got Tom Brady on his team and Phillip Rivers. Like, I'd probably try trading one of those guys and see if he can get, like, a, a third running back or something. But, uh, Whatever. Yeah, anything else, man? I think we we covered everything. Um, you got any shots you want to take out people? Anything like that? Anybody um, you think really sucks? I mean, you're a pretty nice guy, though. So fuck Henry, man. Fuck Henry. Yeah. You. He I've might be. I don't think I ever met the guy. Just fuck him. Fuck him. Yeah. He might be the only person shorter than you. Like you guys are probably competing for like the least height supremacist person. Like. That sucks. The most in tune with gravity, but I think he might be shorter than you. So that's that's, that's rare. Yeah, <laughs> Major Cash, Major Cash is the only one I think I've met that's shorter than me. Yeah, yeah. And I'm five five on a good day, man. <laughs> my hair is looking real good. I'm five six. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. Fuck that dude, man. Give me a bad EPR one time. Fucked up. 
It was. I mean, I went to jail, but hey, you get your OCPs in. You wearing OCPs? No, no, right. I'm not a fucking tool. <laughs> All these fucking dumb shits, right? They got like. This is the thing, right? Like, I don't... They all... They allow you to wear the uniform not to the regulation because not everything's out yet. And I don't fucking understand it. It's like, you got people with different colored boots. You got people with different colored shirts. They don't even have the patches for all the units yet, right? So it's like, there's just people walking around with a flag on. (laughs) Fucking idiots, right? And they got, like, the regular tan t-shirt instead of like the coyote one or whatever they call it right yeah and then like a different kind of boot you know and it's like everybody looks fucking different and it's dumb like just fucking let it all come out and be like you gotta have this shit by this day everybody wear it right is it just me or does the uh spice brown american flag have like it looks like pot leaves yeah 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 Yeah, it looks ridiculous i'm happy man i mean ocp is totally cool (laughs) Yeah, but, uh, it's got a zipper. I'm like, cool. Yeah. Most A Rod had a zipper too, but yeah, he's a fagate. Uh, last thing, man. So I'll use this as a shameless plug, right here, man. Astronaut in peril. Me and uh, this army dude going in on this uh, this clothing company. Astronaut apparel. Astronautapparel.com. Um, starting on the fourth, fourth to the tenth, we're doing a sale. For Space Week, the fourth of the tenth is Space Week. Yeah, Space so, Week. Uh, yeah, I think it's thirty percent off. They have uh, polos, uh, t-shirts, sweaters. Check it out. <laughs> cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, um, there's that, and then um, I'll also plug something. If you are friends with Henry, right on Facebook, he um, I'll help him out. I guess he put out a thing for his daughter. I don't know if you're like a Yankee candle person or anything like that, or if you have candles or whatever, but it's, um, I think his daughter's like raising money for her band, something or whatever like that. Um, but there's like a link on his Facebook profile or whatever. So, um, for, I think most people probably other than like you, Glenn, Clinton, James are probably friends with him on Facebook or whatever. But if not, add them up and then check it out and let other people know or whatever like that. Um, I don't know exactly what for her band or whatever like that, but you just said it's like for her band shit. Because I asked, like, hey, what's this fucking link for? But, um, but yeah, it's on his Facebook wall. So. Yeah, man. Um, there's that. Um, nobody knows what kind of band it is. Uh, people are wondering if it's like a punk band or whatever. I figured if it anything in relation to her dad is probably like a jew band oh, so yeah. yeah i don't even know what kind of instruments they play but it's probably Shit, man, they can play some blink 182 oh, yeah <laughs> yeah lots of money for that yeah I mean, it's like a school band or something like that probably so i don't know if she plays she plays a like, saxophone we might have to get her to make like some intro music or something like that. Heck yeah. You know, so I could stop pirating the shit from the league that I'm probably not supposed to use. <laughs> but, we can have her do that, that sexy sax man song. The dude oh, that so good, man. <laughs> so good. Careless Whisper. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, such a good karaoke song. Cool, man. Yeah, I'll check that out too. I'll, um, I'll let some people know over here too. They, um, you know, whatever that you guys are doing that, so. Yeah, yeah, it's a new uh, venture. New venture we're dabbing in, so that's cool. Yeah. 
Oh, man. Well, um, anything else you can think of? Cool. Well, I appreciate you coming on. It's good to see you again. Oh, come on. Two, three, four. Beats little tiny erected. No one knew what to do with it. Vegan left because she couldn't find it. Couldn't find it. Couldn't find it. Beats little tiny erected. It's a quarter tall and a penny thick. If the world blow pop, you'd only get one lick. Looks a lot like a pink Q-tip. Pink Q-tip. Pink Q-tip. Beats little tiny erected. Beats little tiny erected Can't satisfy anyone with it